Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Fit Dad Club podcast, guys. This podcast is always helping you stay on track with your fitness goals, become the best and healthiest version of you. I'm your host, Travis Jones. I'm here with Jason Barrett. And today we have such a big topic for so many people. It's on how to avoid falling into the holiday fitness slump. Because between Christmas and New Year's is like a void that can just, it's like a vacuum that sucks you in. Um, and I don't want to be sucked in. That sucks in food. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be sucked into any vacuum. So (laughs) we know it's tempting to take a break from your fitness and all your type of routines and your tracking over this time, guys. So we don't want that. We want to remember that consistency is key. And this episode, we're going to try and help you with strategies to keep the momentum going, how to make sure we tackle your excuses head on, make sure we push away any type of holiday over indulgences you have a little indulgence but over indulgences um and we want to help you make sure that you stay on track so um for anyone listening obviously merry christmas um for yesterday happy new year for the days that are coming ahead um jace how you doing today buddy yeah doing good man doing good i'm uh um you know it is uh this will be released on boxing day so i had a great day yesterday uh you know having some chill time with the family this week is uh is gonna be uh wonderful and um yeah just not again not using it as a i think the hardest part is it's like an extended weekend and the trouble for most people on the weekend is they lack structure and Mm. that's probably one of the things that i find this week in general tends to get this week and then the week after new year's tends to get some people are a little bit more productive in new year's like oh I should start you know start the 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 you know year right and that kind of stuff and you can listen to next next week's podcast episode as well on uh we'll be talking about how to make 2024 your best year and how to, how to actually start to put an action plan in for 2024 in the three key areas but for now the biggest thing is just making sure that this this time doesn't suck it's not necessarily about progressing in this time but it no. is at least about not going backwards. Like, uh, there's a quote from a guy like Nick Peterson who talks about we don't celebrate enough when bad things don't happen. Like, people will celebrate you losing 20 kilos, but no one's going to come up to me or Trav and go, hey, you didn't put on any weight this year. Well done. Like, Good no work. one's going to pat us on the back for that. Well, they might actually be like, Jason, you said you were going to bulk this year and you didn't gain that much weight. You're like, <laughs> fucking pansy. Come on now. Um, but that, that is the thing. We don't celebrate enough when bad things don't happen. So if normally you would blow out during this time and you've got now a action plan or you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to at least just try and maintain just keep it chill, not go over the top, and you manage to do that, that is a fucking win. So that is really good. So you've just got to set your intention for this time. It is a uh, a time without structure, so you've got to impose your own structure on it. Yeah, and I think you can... It depends on the type of person you are, whether it's like Mm. loose structure or structure, structure. Um, It's up to you. Um, Yeah, I I think... Everyone's a little bit different, right, um, inside this. But I think so I, – I completely agree. It's not about progressing forward in this time. Some people it is, but for a lot of us, it's not about progressing forward. But I think it's it's not losing the consistency of habits, especially if you've just found your fitness over the last sort of quarter or even the last six months or anyone really. Because like if you don't have any sort of consistency this week – it's very easy if you've got a couple of weeks off work. Some people don't go back till mid-January or whatever it is. They like let this week slip 
And then when you let this week slip, it's very easy to go, oh, because they already like, nah, I'll start again in the new year. And then from then they're like, oh, I'll start again when I go back to work. And then they go and go back to work till mid um, January. And for those in Australia, they're like, oh, nah, because then there's Australia Day coming up and there's a long weekend. I'll start again in February. And it can be a very, um, very fast and slippery slope from having one week off to having seven. Um, so... I think mate, it happens. Like again, guys, running gyms for like over a decade um, and seeing thousands and thousands of people, I've seen this exact slippery slope happen across hundreds of people. So I think consistency is the power of consistency, and consistency breeds success. So it's the cornerstone of everything. And I think consistency with training because it is the the keystone habit. For so many men, um, it sets the tone of your day and sets the tone of your week. And a lot of people uh, have this all or nothing mindset around training. Um, so like, oh, I, I'm going away. So I can't go to my normal gym and there's no gyms where I'm going. So I'm not going to train. Um, and then they don't train. And then because of that, they don't eat well. Because of that, their energy is slumped. Because of that, they don't sleep well. And it's just like, again, this sort of negative spiral. So we need to adopt a different mentality. We're going to talk about some bodyweight workouts today, but we still need to be consistent with the habit for us that is our keystone habit because then it will set you up for a win. It's, it's a tick in the, the vote of winning on the day. And I think, again, for a lot of us, we're dads. We've got kids and they've got school holidays. You've got time off. You know, if you don't get it done early, um, for a lot of you, it won't happen this week. So I think it's, it's scheduling your time to get up and get after it and put the notch in the win column early on. It will set the positive tone for the week and it will set a positive tone for you coming into next week, which is next year. Um, and you're not, you know, you're already on the front foot. You're already moving forward. Uh, I think that's a big thing that we need to look at. Hmm. Yeah. Momentum is like, you can't understate momentum. You can't understate the power of not like not feeling like you've either slammed the handbrake on or, you know, you're, you're decelerating. You don't want to feel that. You want to still be moving forward. You want to have like, even if it's, and, and it's, again, as Trevor's saying, it's like, it's about creating the structure around who you are as a person. And if you know that like a couple of bodyweight training sessions in the backyard or a couple of runs or a couple of, uh, you know, cooking a couple of meals at home is all you need to go, yep, you know what? I'm in this, I'm good, I'm moving forward. If that's all you need, awesome. Um, like for me, it'll probably be, uh, yeah, normally we go up to Lancelin, uh, which is about an hour and a bit north of Perth uh, and stay with my, my grand, but with, with, everyone's got like kids now and her house can't accommodate six adults and two, three babies <laughs> and, and you know, it, it just it's a, it's a lot. Um, so we're going to go up a bit later. So normally this week would consist of going up there and going to the beach and playing tennis and playing golf and just doing all sorts of, you know, physical things. Um, but for me now, a couple of sessions. Awesome. If I can get in a couple of sessions in the gym, two sessions, probably two runs now that I'm, you know, uh, basically a runner, um, <laughs> uh, something like that. Awesome. You know, I home cook at home anyway. We've got to have a shit ton of leftover ham because I'm curing my own ham. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, hopefully I haven't died from botulism because I, you know, did it all properly. Fingers crossed. Um, actually, fuck, I need to cook that tomorrow. I just realized that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been sitting in my fridge in a, in a Dutch oven for nine days. Um, 
but you're going to have leftover ham, going to have to cook a couple of meals, probably eat leftovers mainly, not go crazy. You know, we're not going to go, you know, being seeing anyone doing big barbecues and that kind of stuff. Um, so you've got to find what that what that is for you. What is the structure and what are the key, you know, we talk about keystone habits, training being one of them that creates momentum in other areas. What are going to be two or three of the key things that you can do to say, hey, mentally, this is the way, the way I've chosen to do this week has, and this is my idea of me keeping on track. Because I don't even care if yours is like, I, I didn't eat pizza and I went for a walk in this week. That could be your tick. And you say, yep, because it's all about your mentality towards it. If your mentality towards it is, this was a tick in the box for me and I'm moving forward, then fuck yeah, you're going to hit the new year with momentum. Even if someone else was like, oh, my tick in the box is I have to train three times and I've got to go on three runs and I only did two and I ate a little bit of pizza, oh, I've ruined it, right? It's all about your mentality. It's not about the scale or the scope of the work you do. It's about how can you get yourself to say, hey, this is going to be a win for me for this week. This is going to mean I'm still committed to my fitness. I've ticked that box and I'm moving forward. Mate, I completely agree. I think it's definitely about seeing those realistic goals for yourself and they're personal um, to understand, you know, this is what given my constraints and my circumstances, this is what I'm going to do for me this week. Um, and it's having those um, expectations. Now, on yourself, that doesn't mean that if it doesn't go to plan, you can't adjust and pivot and you don't throw every, the, you know, the baby out with the bathwater, but you can set some expectations on how you can manage this. I think, you know, you have your keystone habit. For me, like training daily is a big keystone habit, whether that's 15 minutes or an hour, I don't care. Like it's, for me, it's something that sets my mental um, tone. Um, but, you know, I have kryptonite habits as well. So the opposite of a keystone habit is is that kryptonite habit, which will, it's a derailing habit. So maybe if you, you reflect back and maybe you weren't a fit dad last Christmas, um, you know, you were the opposite. Um, look at some of the kryptonite behaviors that maybe, you know, spiraled you downwards. Maybe it was sitting there and you open your first beer at noon. And when you open your first beer at noon, you, you, you know, you're 12 deep every single night um, across, the, across this week. And you're like, maybe that's not who I want to be. And you can be that, but maybe it's not who you want to be as a fit dad because you're not your best self the next day or you're not your best self around your family so maybe like the the, the kryptonite habit is opening that beer maybe push it back to five o'clock or six o'clock if you can have a beer and that limits you to maybe three beers and it's like you can still perform at your best stuff so best self so it's like shift, looking at kryptonites looking at where they happen in your day or where they happen in your week see if you can remove them completely um and also there's, there's kryptonite people um, around you as well. So I, I think it's like removing them as well. The ones that to derail your positive habits and impose negative habits into your life as well. So I think it's really, it, it's setting your own realistic goals for this week and also utilizing a bit of a calendar. Um, and I, I don't know if you're tech savvy out there, but me and Liv have a shared Google calendar. She can see where I am, what I'm doing as far as um, what I have. This also helps um, decrease you know questions she knows when I'm at the gym or when I'm going to work out and I'll pop everything in there um, so she has some level of because we have as partners rely on each other to parent our children um, and Wait, I've, got, I've got the beauticians and <laughs> I'm at the gym where are the kids <laughs> exactly um, so it, it just it's a there's a level of um, not having to constantly have the same conversation over and over again where we can just look okay cool you know Travis 
working out now, I'll work out later, or we'll take the kids here. And we sort of share it on a, on a family Google calendar, which is super simple because it's mm. in, the, in the cloud. It's in the cloud, yeah. guys. Um, so <laughs> and I, I think it's having this like workout calendar and having like some workouts, you know, uh, readily available for you during this time. Because if you're currently someone who's like bodybuilding training or you go to a gym and you don't have those resources, it's having your workouts ready ahead of time, whether they be bodyweight workouts or anything like that. So you know how long they're going to take. You have them, you know, you know, on your phone, ready to go. And you just don't have to think about it and you can sort of execute. And I think that's that's a big thing for us to do as well mate yeah 100 percent. like uh we have a share calendar we call it's called time tree uh if you want there's like a free version they have like a paid version as well but you can just have different users and different events in there for different people um google calendar would probably be easier but this one has like its notifications and that kind of stuff it just works for us but it's the same thing um especially if you've got a family member or within your family that and I find this this happens sometimes and my wife can have this ha- happen sometimes where it's like, I, j- I just don't want you to go to the gym during this period. Mm. Like, I want you just to stay at home and be with the family and not just go to the gym, right? Um, so it's it's important for you to voice your like voice your boundaries and your intentions early not just be like you know i've never been a gym person and then all of a sudden okay now i'm going to the gym in this christmas break and it's like well actually you know i had plans for us to do things and we had this thing and you know and this needs to be done around the house because for a lot of guys it's you know when they're only big stretches of time off and it might be some stuff needs doing around the house or you you guys are going to go on an adventure together so early on broaching it's like hey i'd love to be able to go to the gym a couple of times or even if it's not that having the time 15 20 minutes in the backyard to do a workout with a couple of dumbbells or even just your body weight is still good enough right that is still good enough it's just setting the intention and for me it's just about getting it done early it's like if it's like first thing in the morning or like you've got just a bit of a gap in the morning where things are going on it's like cool i'm just going to take 15 20 minutes do this workout then it's done i've got the rest of the day to to kind of to go and one or two days you just wake up a little bit earlier than everyone else and you go get it done right but that doesn't happen without the communication so it, it i can't understate how important um that communication really is when it comes to um you know Number one, having a calendar, but having the intention and the conversation with your partner around when are you going to be doing stuff and your family about when are you going to be doing stuff because other people are going to have things that they will expect of you too. But this this kind of comes under the brother of have good communication with the people around you and you'll be able to fit this stuff in a lot easier. Completely agree, mate. And I think if you can around this time, like having some accountability partners um, and that you might not call them accountability partners, you might call them cousins, friends, brothers who also um, work out. And it's like, if you see them and you know they like to run and maybe you're not a runner, you're like, hey, dude, let's go for a run together. Like doing something different is okay. Um, but it's, it's the art of moving and fitness and actually training because as a fit dad, Fitness is a part of our life. We know that it energizes us. We know that it keeps us at a higher frequency. It knows it, and we know it gives us the positive endorphins we're looking for. We know that it helps with brain-derived neurotropic factors, so we think more creatively and we're more cognitively aware. It's our identity for us as role models from our to our kids. Like there's so many aspects of why we train that is not I want to get abs, right? So <laughs> I think it's it's understanding that 
as an identity and a mindset shift um, going, I train, you know, even when it's, um, it might not be going to the gym if I'm used to going to the gym. I think that's a big thing because I'm a fit dad. I'm someone who enjoys the art of training for how it makes me feel today. So it's not a delayed gratification thing. I'm not training to get abs. I'm training because it makes me feel good today. And I think the more you adopt that, the more the training is, it becomes a part of your life. It becomes a part of your identity and you love to train for the way it makes you feel right now and who you are to those around you right now as well. And having those accountability partners whilst you're doing this and doing, maybe it's your wife or maybe your accountability partner's your kid this week and you've got a, you know, a 12 year old son or a 15 year old son or a seven year old son or whatever it is. You're like, hey, well, let's do a workout together every single day. And they'd love that guys. Like you do it every single day, you get some dumbbells out, you do it in the backyard or you do some body weight stuff or you go for some runs. Like, you know, it's spending some time and doing it with them is what it's all about. So I think that's a big thing for us to understand. It's like consistency is key and is the king of everything. And I know, I think over this fitness slump, holiday slump week that happens to a lot of people, it's the excuses that creep in. Um, that's the biggest thing that holds people back because, you know, it, it's easy to come up with excuses as why you shouldn't work out, why to skip workouts, um, why to, you know, overeat and overindulge and why to, you know, you know, I've got obligations, I've got family parties, I've got holiday parties. Um, it's my only two weeks off. Um, you know, you, you can have so many reasons or so many, oh, everyone else doesn't train. Why should I still train? Um, like you're going to have so many justifications excuses and people to blame as to why you shouldn't train over this next week. If you want a hundred excuses, I'll give you a hundred excuses why you shouldn't do it. And I can also give you a hundred why you should. So uh, it's just, I think it's being aware of these invalid justifications that people can be prone to over this holiday slump period as to why they shouldn't work out. Understanding we all know them, we've all heard them and you should go and do it still. Exactly. Uh, it's, uh, do those people have the results that you want? If not, it's irrelevant to, uh, to their, their opinion is irrelevant. It just doesn't matter. If they're not the people that you want to be, uh, then don't take their advice. That's as simple as it needs to be. And um, I think it does require a level of, of grit and mental fortitude to be able to say no and say, no, this is my priority. This is what I'm going to do. And you've got to, um, uh, you've got to like break through that with them and then eventually they'll be like, oh, I was supported you the whole time, right? People will often flip eventually once you show, like, because a lot of your family will often just be like testing you and just be like, all right, do you actually really want this? Not consciously, they're just more like, oh, you know, I've seen you fail these things before. I've seen you get caught up and I don't want you to not have a good time. And to them, a good time is drinking beers and eating sausages and having a barbecue and whatever. Um, they don't want to see you differ from that. Um, they don't want to see you necessarily succeed. And we've obviously talked about this in a recent episode, but um, it's important that you push through that. Because if you do, then on the other side, they'll be like, they'll be so supportive of you. Um, it just, it just takes getting through that initial little, uh, little hump of the excuses that come up and the people that will, again, they'll throw reason after reason after reason at you that just is not relevant. It, it just doesn't, it does not matter if it's not coming from someone who you want to be. Exactly, man. I think it's just continuing to develop the mindset shift needed. Instead of being an excuse-making robot, I want you to be solution-orientated. I think this is a big, big thing. So, like, 
every person, like there's so many people out there that has a problem for every solution. I want you to be the person that has a solution for every problem. Like I, I want you to make that shift. If you can be make this one shift this week and take this into 2024 and go, you know what? I'm going to always encounter problems. I want to be the guy that has a solution for every problem, right? That will keep me on track to becoming the fit dad, um, the best version of me. So every time you have a, um, instead of like, because we can always think of excuses. If, if something pops into your head, I want you to go, you know what? This is a solution for that. You know what? This is a solution for that. I want you to be a solution, you know, missile directed, you know, guided person, the way you're just like gonna hammer solutions all day long on how you can stay on track again. This is not you giving unsolicited solution advice to your wife or your family members who are around you right now. This is being a this is being a solution orientated guided missile for your own obstacles and for your own challenges. I want you to constantly counter yourself with solutions because the person who's making all the excuses is you. So you need to make the solutions as well. So constantly change the mindset shift. Every problem, every challenge, every obstacle, you're going to find solutions over this week. And you're going to take that momentum um, into next week and you're going to keep up the solutions from now on in. Yeah. yeah, I think a big one with those solutions is then as you find solutions and as you execute on them, celebrate and give yourself that positive momentum and a bit of a pat on the back for it. And it's like, all right, I've, I did, I, you know, I came up with a solution. I did it. You want, you, want, you want to treat yourself like a dog. You need to positively reinforce yourself with all of the good stuff that you do because we are kind of like advanced chimpanzees, right? We, our brains are still kind of, they respond very well to reward mechanisms. That's why people get stuck scrolling social media. That's why people get addicted to drugs and porn and alcohol and that kind of stuff because it, it tickles that little part of your brain that goes, oh yeah, that feels really nice. Oh, that was, I scrolled this and that made me laugh and now I'm going to scroll for the next three hours looking for that dopamine hit. You've got to give yourself that dopamine hit and it's got to not come from a little treat, uh, but you've got to reward yourself and celebrate yourself in some ways even if you just do it in your head but a better even better is you know out loud it's like fuck yeah i did this i'm proud of myself i did well um and part of doing that is having people to celebrate with and to we have a free community in the facebook group the fit dads club uh we also have our you know group of clients it's a bit more small a bit more tight-knit community um but those are the people that you want to share your wins with other people who get it if you don't have anyone in person having those partners in in accountability that keep you honest and keep you focused but also that you can celebrate your wins with and you can share with and go i did this and i'm proud of this like i was able to come home and tell my wife this is the long farthest i've ever run unbroken and you know she was looked to me really tiredly it's like wait you got to go for a run while i was parenting our toddler running around <laughs> that's uh, uh that, that must be nice it must be nice um but okay, then afterwards she was say- proud of me Say, say, check the Google calendar. I put it in there. Um, <laughs> check, check, check my time tree. It was scheduled as 25 exactly. minutes and I did it in 24 minutes 30. So you're welcome. Exactly. Come on. Yeah, exactly. I gave you 40 seconds back. Um, so <laughs> it is important, right? You, you execute, you go like, yes, that just like me. It was like reinforcing mm. the identity guys this week. Um, I think for all of us, you might be thinking, but okay, how do I still get it in? Like, Home workouts are easy. If you have some dumbbells, we can talk about that and we will. If you have only body weight and you're away, you know, you're caravanning, you're down south, you're up north, you're in west, east, I don't care where you're, where you're going. Um, you're somewhere. You can, you're somewhere. You're somewhere not in your house. Um, but you can do things that are going to be simple and easy just with your body. You can bump, pump out like a, a 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. So you start with 50 reps of each. You go to 40 reps of each, then 30, then 20, then 10. You do air squats, so just body weight squats. You do push-ups and you do sit-ups. You do that 
and you have a time cap of 15 minutes. Some people will do it in eight minutes. Some people won't even finish, but 15 minutes, it's done. Wherever you got to, you're done in 15 minutes. And there's a goal to get under 15 minutes. So I think for anyone, like that's a great one you can do. You can incorporate a bit of running. Maybe you're down on the beach. Um, you know, you're going to run out. You're going to do 400 meter run. Every time you come back, you're going to do 10 push-ups, 10 squats, 10 lunges, and 10 sit-ups. And maybe you're doing that five times, or maybe you're doing that 10 times. Like write it down. It's like, this is my Tuesday workout. And I'm going to get down there. I'm going to get in the sun. I'm going to, you know, do it on the sand. I think it's creating these shorter, intense workouts that, or it doesn't even have to be intense, but shorter workouts that you can get done. You feel good for doing it. And you can incorporate just some body weight stuff. Um, I think if you have some dumbbells, like a good way to do it this week is um, some AMRAP or some EMOM style. So EMOM is like every minute on the minute. You could do some dumbbell chest press laying on your back. If you don't have a bench, you could do a floor press. We're doing chest presses laying um, on the floor. You could do it on the minute one. I'm going to be doing um, you know 12 to 15 dumbbell chest presses. Minute two, you're going to do a bent over row with your dumbbells for 12 to 15 reps. And minute three, you're going to do 15 dumbbell sit-ups. And you do that for 15 minutes for five rounds. It's like, okay, that's workout three. Yes, I've got this done. And AMRAP is as many rounds as possible. So maybe it is like, I've got my dumbbells. I'm going to do a strict press, like a shoulder press for 10 reps. And then I'm going to do bicep curls for 10 reps. Um, then I'm going to do some dumbbell leg raises um, for 10 reps. And go, I'm going to do as many rounds as I can in 15 minutes. So right there, guys, you've got four workouts that you can hammer out. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be the best workout. It doesn't have to be the most scientifically proven workout. We're not doing anything except we're continuing the identity of being a fit dad this week. And we're, in, we're continuing the consistency and momentum. So like quick workouts that you can schedule and you can get done that make you feel good. That's better than no workout at all. Like it just is. Okay. You can't, but that's not the most scientific workout. Well, you know, at the workout done, that's not as scientific versus the workout not done that is. <laughs> the workout done is always better, guys. Man, so I think we have to understand a lot of scientific that. workouts this week. I've thought about <laughs> at least 15, so I should be getting some good gains from that. Exactly, exactly. So guys, like, you know, just push to, towards some failure with some bodyweight workouts. You know, if you run past a local bar, park um, and there's a chin-up bar, maybe you do that. You run to the park, you do some chin-ups and some push-ups, max rep push-ups, max rep chin-ups. You go back and forth for 10 rounds and then you run home. That could be it. Like, like guys, it's the art of getting shit done. It would honestly, mate. You did that. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, look, you can't do that. If you and if you can't do that many pull-ups, just do negative pull-ups where you jump up on exactly. the uh, on the on the lift up, and then you just try and go slowly down. Um, that would ruin most people. If you actually push to mm. like prop, proper failure, then you do a drop set from your from your feet uh, on your toes to on your knees for the push-ups, and you just go again and again and again. That'll fry you, Dude, right? And then you 100%. and then. Next time you do it, you do, you know, you're doing lunges on the way there. Put one of your kids on your shoulders and do lunges around the backyard till you can't do any more. Um, that, depending on how big your kids are, if your kids are in their teens, might, that might be one lunge and then you're fucked. But uh, yeah, as, as Joe's saying, it's like intensity beats like crafting and nitpicking and all that kind of stuff. It's like when all else fails, bring intensity. Intensity makes up for lack of time. You can be as like laissez-faire about a two-hour workout if you want. You can take all the rest in the world and do all the right things and work yourself up for it. But other than that, just bring some fucking intensity and you don't need to do anything for nearly as long. Um, it's, it's as Travis saying, nothing, we're dads, nothing's optimal. It's all about just getting the job done. 
Exactly, man. I think it, it's incorporating that into your daily activities over this week as well. Like, tell your kids, let's go go to the park twice a day if you're not away, right? Let's go for it. Let's go down the park. And you, and you jog with them. You play with them. You move around. It's like, this week, I want you to incorporate other activities out there. Like, you know, you can, you know, multitask. Like, do, like some of my guys, honestly, like, it, I can't get it in because I'm so busy. It's like, doing, do some squats while you're brushing your teeth. Like, do, some, do a pull-up every time you walk through like a door um do 10 push-ups on the hour every hour and that's your training you still did 150 push-ups today like you know it's incorporating some different activities into your day that's still going to incorporate fitness you know the fit dad life um and have that sort of in family involvement with your kids it's like okay let's all go for a scooter ride today maybe you go for a jog with them whilst they're scootering around the park um maybe go to a park run um, I'm, New Year's Eve is a park run I'm sure um, it will still be on uh, or maybe it's the day before New Year's uh, um, like you go if it, but if you turn up like I have in the past and no one's there just go run 5k's right like just, just go and get it done um, but it's like trying to get some family involvement in there this week get your kids out get them active go for a surf with them go for a run with them you know go for a lunge with them I don't care what you're doing just do it together and, and show them be the role model that, that you really want to be for your kids and I think that is a big thing um, that's your home workouts for busy times. I think just understanding like habits a little bit as well, Jace, um, for this week, because mm-hmm. we've got some negative habits that might've been there from last year or in unstructured times like weekends. And like you, you did say, like this is like an extended weekend. So mm-hmm. I think we have to understand every t- habit is like cue routine reward. When I sit on the couch, I grab a beer and I, I drink a beer and I watch a TV show. Like the sitting on the couch is the cue. The routine mm-hmm. is the beer. The reward is the satisfaction from that. You're going to be sitting on the couch maybe a lot more this week right so that cue is going to keep triggering 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 so we have to try and go nope i I don't want that cue and routine reward maybe whatever it is if you're eating at home like you eat a certain way or you eat a certain type of food or when you're not structured you eat takeout more the cue is oh when we're not structured on the weekends we normally have takeout at night time so because it's unstructured maybe you have more takeout so you need to look at the cues understand the routines and understand the rewards we need to sort of change that um and we're going to talk about i'll give you a couple of scenarios of some of our guys and how they've changed them as well but I'm big, big advocate for consistent timing with our workouts for this week. And I think you can play some habit loops inside that because if we know that every morning at 6 a.m. this week, I'm going to do a 15-minute workout before the kids get in, it's like it's done. You don't have to find space and time during the day to do it. You just get up, you get it done, or maybe it's at 8 p.m. or maybe it's at 12 noon, but it's like keeping it consistent because if not, the days will just disappear. You know they happen. They just disappear, guys. And if, yeah. you, if you're only starting out, start small. Like maybe you, you just start off with, I'm going to go for a walk for 15 minutes. I, I don't know where you are on your journey, but you are on a journey and we're all on the spectrum of time on the journey. So wherever you're at, start somewhere on that spectrum, 15 minute walk, 15 minute jog, 15 pushups, whatever it is, just get it done. Some of my dudes start with like 15 pushups, 15 squats and 15 sit-ups for like three rounds and then bumping it to five rounds and then bumping it up from there. But wherever you are, guys, it's not about putting it off. You know, it's about starting today and it's about keeping the momentum this week. And I think that is a big thing. Mm, 100%. You've got to have a real... And this is like a good foundation for them the rest of the weekends, for the rest of the year, because you know, like 
one of the big things for me is just get more shit done around the house. Like just get get more shit done. Instill some new habits. Instead of sitting down and drinking a beer, you're spending time with your family, or you sit down in a different spot, or you um, you, know, you mow the lawn, right? Even if it doesn't need it, you know, go out and water the garden. Fuck, I don't know. Trim the trim the hedges. Do uh, if you have a bigger garden, you got you've, there's always shit to do with the garden. I'm finding out. Um, yeah, <laughs> fucking topsoil it. I don't know. Do all sorts of things. But having uh, having that structure. And having that that intention behind every day, it does require a little bit of um, intentional planning too. So um, maybe it is you know Boxing Day evening. It's right, cool. It's a lot. Essentially, it's the last day of celebrations and any kind of that kind of stuff until New Year's. So take Boxing Day evening. Like, all right, celebrations are winding down a little bit. It doesn't mean you still can't be jolly and festive. You're having fun with your family. But then say, all right, cool. What am I going to do throughout the week? Are we going to go for a hike? Are we going to um, you know go to this adventure park? Are we going to go you know, do like plan it out have take the time to plan it out even if it's five minutes um if it's that if it's your food um having those those key moments throughout the day over the course of this week are going to be what keeps you sane and keeps you moving uh in the right direction and uh stops you from spiraling right whatever the biggest thing is like whatever's done is done whatever happened on christmas whatever happened you know today on boxing day uh, whatever happened christmas eve all of that is already done you can't do much about it all you can do is plan for the next week moving forward you want to stop it you want to cauterize the wound if there has been a wound and move forward that's that's all that matters right so having a a um a structure to your day like just even one or two key activities or moments throughout the day that's all that you need right but most people just wake up and they're like oh what what are we gonna do today and then you know 11 o'clock no, rolls around and you've uh, <laughs> you've eaten some chocolate for breakfast and it's like well all right that's probably not a great start <laughs> Yeah, and it's like once it hits your lips, it just keeps going. I think exactly. when we when we look at this, guys, you know, just an understanding of the habit loop. Like one of our guys, Tim, like for him, he was finding it really hard to get his workouts in, but he really loved watching TV. Okay, so at night time, he got home, you know, he's with his kids, he read to them, you know, you're having dinner, and then you sit down, watch TV, and he watches a couple of hours of TV every night. So what we looked at instead was like he enjoys TV, but we want to make it a reward instead. So what we did, we wanted to transform. We wanted to make sure his workouts were getting it in and we wanted to get it in daily for him at the moment. And we said, let's just start small with 15 minute dumbbell workouts. So he's got his dumbbells out and he put them out next to the couch. So like for him, the cue to work out, he could see his dumbbells and they were next to the couch, which he wanted to watch the TV on. So he wasn't allowed to actually watch TV until he did a 15 minute workout. We crafted just some EMOMs, like I said before, minute one, do this, minute two, do this, minute three, do this. And he, every single night after he read his kids and he had dinner, he would then go and do a 15 minute workout. And the reward after that, so the cue was seeing the dumbbells, the routine was doing the 15 minute workout. And the reward was, I get to sit down and watch one of my episodes or watch two of my episodes of TV. So we've linked the TV as the reward with cue was the dumbbells and the routine was the 15 minute workout. And if he didn't do the workout, he wasn't allowed the reward, which is watching TV that he loved to do. Or, you know, it's his wind down routine. So... By doing that, we created a really successful habit loop and he actually enjoyed working out because he loved the reward of actually sitting down and having some wind down time. So that that's a, a scenario of how the habit loop works and how you can put it into your life. The last thing, guys, I wanted to talk about this week because we want to keep it short and sharp today um, was just understanding calorie balance. And if you blew your week and you blew your calories on Christmas Day and it's Boxing Day today, remember it's all about calorie averaging. 
You know, if you're eating 2,000 calories a day and you ate, um, or one of my guys, for example, I'll give you the, a, a real life example. One of my guys know he was going to blow his calories on Christmas Day, and we made a plan for him. He wanted to have, he has eight, just over 1,800 calories a day at the moment. He wanted to have a big Christmas Day, so we bumped that up to 2,800 calories, okay, for Christmas Day. Every single other day was about 1,800 to 1,850 calories. And today, right now, which is prior to Christmas, he's on 800 calories from Thursday to Thursday, right? So he decided, we, we talked about different ways of doing it, like decreasing all and one having one higher day. But he had a 13,000 calorie average, for a 13,000 calorie budget for the week, which averaged out 18 to 1,850 a day. And we decided to have, he decided he wanted one low day, okay? one high day and the rest normal. And that's how we calorie average. So if we still got, you know, five days rest of this week to go and you blew it yesterday, just bring down the calories a little bit and calorie average out for the rest of the week because it's the weekly deficit that matters. It's the balancing act going, okay, it's not, it's not having a fuck it mentality and going, I blew yesterday, so fuck it. I'm just going to blow the rest of the week and start again next year. I think that's a really big thing. It's about incorporating some mindful eating and some mindful eating practices this week um, to allow yourself to come off the high that was Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think that's such a big thing, right? Is just like you've got to create the plan that works for you and you've got to have like the, and especially when it comes to the weekly calorie balance, I've got some guys that are high on the weekends. I've got some guys that as a way of uh, increasing their calorie deficit, just have some days where they do an alternate day fast, where they just don't eat anything for breakfast and lunch and they eat dinner. That was something that you did with me early on, which I absolutely really yeah. enjoyed. Um, Cause you just, when you're not, when you don't have to eat food, you don't think about it. It's like, Oh, what am I going to have for lunch? It's already out of your fucking mind because you're not eating anything till dinner. It's easy, right? It makes it simple. And that might be a way that some of you guys, if you're not tracking your food, make um, some easy decisions. Like, cool. One of my recommendations is if you are, like for people who go on holiday, if you are at a place that doesn't include breakfast, skip breakfast. Um, if it does include breakfast, you know, make your money at the buffet, do what you got to do. Uh, and then usually yeah, I'd say skip lunch and then have dinner. But um, if you skip breakfast... Number one, you're not going into the day, especially if you're in somewhere like, you know, I'm in WA, so Bali is basically most people's holiday destination. But you can go out for a walk, go out to the beaches, do stuff. You're not bloated. You're not like slowed down from a heavy breakfast. You can go out and do activities and then somewhere nice for lunch, somewhere nice for dinner, do that. You can already have a bit more wiggle room in all those meals by doing a bit of intermittent fasting. So if it's not something you've considered or breakfast isn't a huge deal for you, do that within the day as well. So you've got the weekly calorie average that you can look at, you know, some days higher, some days lower. If you have a big blowout Christmas and New and uh, Boxing Day, cool. Either bring it down with some uh, lower calorie days or some doing some fasting to make those lower calorie days easier to do um, means you can still have some bigger meals or, you know, even to just keep you honest throughout it, have a couple of those days where you don't have the, the breakfast and then you just have a bigger lunch and dinner. It makes controlling the calories during this period a lot easier. It's also why I don't recommend like smaller meals and snacking. Like if you feel hungry, mm. have a bigger meal and have some go-to snacks in the fridge would be kind of like one of my last little tips is um, like my wife went to Costco and um, she ended up buying some a big uh, like 36 pack of those harvest snaps the the harvest snaps the pea crisps little one little packet of those less than 100 calories really crunchy really satisfying self portioning so you don't have to be like oh I've, I've opened the packet now fuck I've got to eat it all um, you know you, they're a little fiddly to open as well so I'm like if I, I, I've got to really want one to want to open it um, 
have those snacks available. Have fruit, carrot, celery, vegetables, that kind of stuff where you can just grab and go. That is your snack. And take your old, your mum's old advice. If you don't want an apple, you're not hungry. So um, make sure you, you have, as Travis said before, with um, snacks, out of sight, out of mind. It helps you be a bit more mindful with your eating when you're not just, oh, there's a bag of, like um, we recently baked uh, some gingerbread cookies, like homemade gingerbread cookies. It's pretty, relatively easy as far as things go. It's actually really fucking, they're really good because they're, um, because they, you make them so thin, you, it's not super, they're not super high in calories so you can have like a shit ton of, of them in the jar and just have one and you're like, oh, I had a cookie but it does not that high in calories. But if you're not someone who can do that, have them out of sight. If you have them out of sight, you're not tempted to just walk by and grab one, walk by and grab one. Um, don't have them on the table if you can't handle them, right? It helps you be a much more mindful eater during this period because you're not constantly tempted by all the things that are front of mind. Exactly, mate. And, and that's the biggest thing was we wanted to cover this week, guys. So make sure you don't fall into that fitness holiday slump. Um, I hope it helped you, helped you overcome, helped you breed that momentum and consistency that we're looking for. Um, if you did enjoy this episode, guys, I want you to subscribe. I want you to leave a review. I want you to share it with some family and some friends. I want you to stay tuned for more tips next week because we're going to really plan your 2024 and make sure it's an awe-inspiring, you know, action-packed year of helping you reach your potential i also want you if you want 2024 to be a great year and us to help you achieve the best version of yourself once you go to fit-dad.club book in a call we'll have a chat next week about where you are and where you want to be and really how to close that gap to help you become the best version of yourself but from me guys until next time i just want you to keep being the best version of yourself and remember you're not just a dad like you are a fit dad so keep crushing it as that fit dad jace you got anything to say to wrap up no merry christmas y'all enjoy this time with your family remember it's just one week it doesn't have to be the be all and end all no matter which way it goes as long as you got the momentum too easy guys peace out talk to you next week us. awesome jace cheers mate let's go shoot off to my kids um presentation